Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis, and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe. Step inside and let the consumption begin. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here we are. (laughs) It is the thick of fall. We are having our thick fall treats today. (laughs) Thick fall. I like that. It's a thick fall. Uh, Hot fall. What would it be? Thick, like hot girl summer. Right. Thick. Thick fall. Thick treat fall. (laughs) Thick treat fall. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. That's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're getting thick. (laughs) We're making things out of thick. (laughs) This intro is thick. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're making something fun today. It's going to be tasty. But before we get into that, what are you drinking over there? Oh, I am I am drinking a pumpkin spice latte for my drink today because you suggested it. And then I went all out on it. And you are just having a spice latte. I feel a little cheated right now because I went out and did the whole pumpkin thing, even though I didn't want to. (laughs) I, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, it sounded like such a good idea. We did decide we were going to do at home pumpkin spice lattes because tis the season, because we both don't really love them from outside the home, even though we've never made them at home before. So Yeah, I chickened out. It had a lot of steps. Heat up your milk, froth your milk, use three tablespoons of pumpkin puree, and make whipped cream. And I just decided, oh, it sounds like so much work now that we're here. And of course, by the time I said it to Gretchen, she'd already done it. (laughs) Yeah, with some modification, because it was really just having you put this raw pumpkin puree into the coffee. What the fuck is that? fucking nonsense was the number one thing I was thinking as if I need my my latte to run through me any any faster than it already does let's throw a bunch of fucking fiber in there raw fiber (laughs) unflavored pureed fiber basically (laughs) so I took my three tablespoons of pumpkin puree I tossed it in a pan I toasted it up a little bit I added my spices into that toasting process so those could get a little toasted. Then I put in some evaporated milk and then whisked that all together. So I basically made almost a little pumpkin pie mix, which was didn't have enough pumpkin spice, had to keep upping the pumpkin spice flavoring. And then added some vanilla powder. And then I went forth with the frothing of the milk which unfortunately my milk is not frothing right now. I bought a can of just whipped cream from the store. I made it real easy on myself. (laughs) Now I have a whole can of that to play with at this point. (laughs) Thank you very much, Becca. (laughs) Went all in on it and you're like, I didn't feel like it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you'd get so far ahead of it because... You had to go to the store again for something different. And then anyway, we, we're here now. And I actually even had to stop drinking it because we took a little bit longer to get going than we thought. <laughs> now it's too late for me to even have coffee. 
Well, I'm still having mine because I can bounce off the walls for a few more hours after we're done. So, but I did uh, decide to add a little bit of amaretto in as well. So I just took this to the max and I'm going to sip on this now in front of you and be like, mmm, delicious pumpkin spice latte. It does sound good. Much oh. better than the... Finish your thought and then I'll... Oh, much better than the kind of cold coffee with milk and cinnamon, clove, and nutmeg. <laughs> That's kind of it. <laughs> See, I even went out and bought pumpkin pie spice, but I made the mistake of buying it at Target and having to buy a giant container. Now I have a huge thing of pumpkin spice. Then I went across to Whole Foods, and of course there was a tiny container of pumpkin spice. You'll use it. It'll get used eventually. Three years. Yeah. Three years from now. <laughs> But also the key to this was making it using the maple, which I find to be a really nice addition to this pumpkin spice situation. So I finally found a pumpkin spice latte that I have to make and, and then I'll like it. Yeah. As, as the case is with so many things in my life. Of course. <laughs> well, let me read the full recipe real quick, just because I think we've hinted at it, but haven't totally said everything. So it's two shots of espresso or half a cup of hot, freshly brewed coffee, one cup of milk of choice, preferably a milk that froths well, three tablespoons pumpkin puree, one to two tablespoons maple syrup to sweeten, one teaspoon pumpkin pie spice, one teaspoon vanilla extract, and then whipped cream for topping. It says optional, but recommended. That recipe is from Ambitious Kitchen, so we'll link that. But what are you smoking on over there before we get to our main show today? I have, at my main job, we now have a badass little uh, dispensary right across the street. And so I finally went over to there to get some, some new stuff. And I picked up this sativa, which is doesn't usually agree with me, but... I asked the guy for a lower THC something, and that was all he could come up with. Not my favorite guy at the dispensary. Apparently, there's a different guy that I need to see because he's like the guy that knows all the stuff. But he wasn't there, so I had to get the guy, the B team. Anyway, <laughs> I'm awkward not to accept the suggestion too at uh -huh. that point. So I hear you. It was called Toxic Truffles. Pretty much, if it has truffle in the name, I'm gonna take it. Mm hmm Sold. <laughs> and I did mix a little Frida in there from Sites High just to make things, just to make sure it wasn't going to make me entirely stupid well, during the recording. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Always handy to have a little Frida everywhere all the time, but also mm -hmm. in these moments. And what are you enjoying today? I have something that's a little bit lower THC for me also. It's um, an L.A. Kush cake from Neon Moon. It's 21% THC, 7 milligrams per gram beta caryophylline, 5 milligrams per gram limonene, and 1.9 milligrams per gram humulene. I'm really enjoying it. And I don't know if it's because of the humulene, which I don't see very often, mm -hmm. or the beta caryophylline being the most predominant one, because I usually do lemonine. So I don't know. I'm just really enjoying it. I'm feeling chilled out, very relaxed. I think this is good. I stepped away from my coffee and I'm just gonna 
settle in and talk about what a scotcheroo is. <laughs> because it's fall and we need treats. Mm-hmm. Especially treats that include peanut butter and chocolate and butterscotch. Always a good thing. Yeah, we do love to do peanut butter and chocolate, especially around this time of year. Because we did the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was something else, peanut butter, chocolate, maybe not. But either way, yeah, it's really just kind of a Rice Krispie treat without the marshmallows. Yep. Add peanut butter, butterscotch, chocolate, corn syrup, sugar. (laughs) I think there's a lot of recipes that don't include corn syrup, but we just (sighs) we're using it. It's fine. It's not that bad for you. uh, Yeah, we... (laughs) Not that I'm prepared to talk about this, but corn syrup isn't <laughs> that bad. It's when you start getting into like a it going into bloody everything. That's where the problem comes in. And number two, if they've got the high fructose corn syrup. So it's the extra sugary stuff. Oh, Lord. Why? We could just make it sugary. We don't have to make it extra sugary. <laughs> there are other options. <laughs> Now there's all kinds of options. The, this recipe even said you could use honey if you didn't want to use corn syrup. But I, hmm. there are sometimes I like honey and I am not a huge fan of honey and chocolate. Mm. That's mm-hmm. just, I mean, honey and peanut butter actually is really good, but honey and totally. chocolate is not my thing. Not for you. Yeah. Not for me. So we're sticking to this recipe. This recipe comes from Taste Better from Scratch. And scotcheroos are something I actually had a lot growing up. My mom made this. It was pretty rare. But I never knew it had a name. I just never knew the name of it. Yeah, I never knew it had a name. I didn't know what it was. So I never knew how to search for it. Finally, Gretchen actually ended up saving this recipe to our High Gluttony Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Join our Patreon. But... She saved it and I looked at it and said, oh my fucking God, this is this, this is what I've been wanting to make for so long. It's called a scotcheroo. We looked it up because what is a scotcheroo? And it comes from a Rice Krispies box. <laughs> Where's the historical value? Where's the like this recipe came from? Nope. Came from Rice, came from Kellogg's. They were yes. working on whatever they could to sell those Rice Krispies. That's right. So it doesn't even have a date other than mid-1960s. There's not even a year that we can pinpoint it to. But it has become very popular in the Midwest, especially Iowa and North Dakota, neither of which are where my family is from. So I don't really know (laughs) what my mom was doing. They are from Missouri, though. It makes some sense. The only other mention of it that we saw was, this is from Wikipedia, Devin Alexander asked her Facebook friends what they wanted in the Biggest Loser Dessert Cookbook. Many of the responses were scotcheroos, so she published a healthier version in the book. Jennifer Evans Gardner said in her book, Barefoot in the Kitchen, a pregnancy survival cookbook that scotcheroos are a dessert that pregnant women should look forward to. A section of the book, Family Scrapbooks, is all about scotcheroos. And oh, here, here's a year. Scotcheroos were made by Kellogg's in 1965. So yeah, ubiquitous. <laughs> An ubiquitous dessert. <laughs> I'm 
probably have had these at some point in my life. I just didn't know what they were, what they were called, and this is delicious. And it was not something my grandmother made or my mom. Well, my mom doesn't cook. My grandma did all the cooking in my house. So let's just (laughs) not even, sorry, mom. I know you listen, but you were not for the cooking. We know this. You have accepted it. (laughs) She's better now. She likes cooking a little bit more now. Still not really her thing. But yeah, gra- my grandma never made anything quite like this. She made a lot of different, we always had some sort of cookie around or something like that, but not, not this one. This is a, this is a new venture for me. I've never made these before. It's one of those rare times when Becca has at least some more knowledge of it than I do. <laughs> Except I've never made it on my own. Only in, yeah, knowing the the taste of it specifically. I'm not, I'm not an expert, but it doesn't seem that hard, luckily, because it's only got a few ingredients and it's only got a few steps. But one of those steps is melting butterscotch chips. And I asked Gretchen, what is butterscotch? (laughs) So what is it? (laughs) What is it? (laughs) So I had to look this up. I know it's different than caramel. But how different is it? Butterscotch is defined by being made with brown sugar and butter versus caramel that is sugar cooked in stages until it is rich brown. And then you add things like butter and cream, depending on what you're doing. That's the main difference is it's butter and brown sugar. So, and then it's usually softer, although you'll find lots of hard I was going to say softer. It still goes to soft crack stage, which is quite hard, even though it says soft. It's a, it's a degree of like hard crack is more of a firm snap, whereas soft crack is it'll give a little bit and then crack. So that's what you're looking for temperature wise for most butterscotch versus any caramel, which is going to be more of a hard crack. So, But closer to caramel than chocolate? chips would be yes yeah I'm not entirely sure how the whole butterscotch chip thing comes into being it's a little bit but that's outside of my realm of knowledge and it's a very general sorry I'm trying to figure out what word I want difference I guess they're different but I do have chip I have chips today for both yes me too yeah yes yes so it is more of a caramel my main thing was how is it really different than toffee and toffee is a little bit of a weirdo candy because it can be made with white sugar or it can be made with brown sugar but it is cooked past the point of where butterscotch is cooked to soft crack it's cooked to hard crack stage so it's cooked a little bit longer a little bit more setting you know you want it to have a real satisfying snap and that is why toffee is its own thing as well but toffee is butter and sugar. Yes. Butterscotch is part or step three out of four of cooking it. And toffee is step four, like that next. Right. Yes. <sighs> yes. And butter, okay. butterscotch, butterscotch. <laughs> Merch. Um. <laughs> it's like a butterscotch colored Sasquatch. Like <laughs> peeking around a little herb garden or something. <laughs> butterscotch. Butterscotch. 
butterscotch is always made with brown sugar so you have that molassesy flavor to it as well whereas toffee can be made from either type so white sugar i think white sugar is a little more common than brown sugar for toffee but i i'm you know it's just a matter of what you feel like making it so sure. butterscotch is is its own thing kind of completely toffee can be made from the butterscotch ingredients but it can also be just sugar and then whatever yes. you'd want to add later so that's why it's so good <laughs> yeah butter and sugar it's butter and sugar <laughs> that's why it's delicious yes and I've yeah. made plenty of things in my life that we called caramel sauce and I'm like god damn it that was a butterscotch sauce we were naming it wrong <laughs> oh to look back now I know <laughs> never again never again <laughs> Yeah, because otherwise there's not much else to say about these ingredients. There's it's there's not a lot happening here. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, we could have done a ton, you know, Rice Krispies. Well, do we get into the entire history of Kellogg's and what a weird fucked up dude the guy that started that was? <laughs> mm. Maybe not enough time today. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, that <laughs> he was featured on. I think it was at least a two-part episode on one of my favorites, but behind the bastards, because he is a, a legit bastard. I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but butterscotch is way more fun to talk about than Rice Krispies. So totally. And even though Rice Krispies are the bulk of the volume of what we're using today, it is not the star at all because of all the peanut butter and chocolate chips and butterscotch and I'm getting so excited. <laughs> well, let's let's get through the recipe then and uh, get on with it because yeah, we were both really excited about this. We uh, should get on with it, I think. Let's do it. What's in what's the full recipe, Gretchen? So here are exact ingredient ingredient quantities. We've got 6 cups of crispy rice cereal, rice krispies. One cup of granulated sugar. I am using granumel because this is why we're here. And I have some leftover from making it for the other episode. <laughs> it's available. One cup of light corn syrup. One cup of creamy peanut butter. A 12-ounce package of semi-sweet chocolate chips. A 12-ounce bag of butterscotch chips. And that's it. Just six, six items go into this. It is so easy. It is so easy. I also love, there was a note about the chocolate chips that said, use a good quality brand or they won't melt well, but then didn't make any note about that for the butterscotch because I just have the like Toll House butterscotch, which is a lot of fake ingredients. It's not just butter and sugar. So <laughs> see how that melts. <laughs> but I love that it's like, oh, be careful about your chocolate, but your butterscotch, you're probably fucked. <laughs> yeah, they're like, a butterscotch, fuck it all. It's everything. Yeah, as I said, the butterscotch chip of it all, I'm not well-versed enough to try and get into what should be going on with that, so. All different thing. Yeah, well, I uh, did splurge on Ghirardelli semi-sweet chocolate as well as Ghirardelli butterscotch chips. Mine are extra fancy, of course. Yum, yum. I could only find these ones. And even the smell of them is making me feel a little weird right now, but okay. <laughs> just ignore it. Just ignore it, Becca. Yeah, you're you're thinking fine. about it too hard. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. 
But then what are we going to do with those six ingredients? So we need a nine by 13 pan to put this in and it needs to be greasy. Number one, in a large saucepan over medium heat, combine the sugar and corn syrup, bring to a boil. Once boiling, immediately remove from the heat and stir in the creamy peanut butter until smooth. Pour the mixture over the rice cereal and stir until evenly coated. Press firmly into prepared nine by 13 pan. Add the chocolate chips and butterscotch chips to a microwave-safe bowl. Microwave on low power for about two minutes, stirring every 30 seconds until the chips are just melted and smooth. For the most part, when I do this, I'm just going to go in 30-second intervals on whatever temp whatever power my thing is on because I don't bother with adjusting the power settings. Yeah, I can't adjust mine either. So, so. it is what it is. More important than anything else is using those 30 second intervals, making sure you're pulling it out, stirring it in between. You want to take that until it's just melted. So it doesn't need to be super melty, just melted. Basically just, just taking it out of temper and making it smooth because we're going to pour it over the top and spread it over and allow it to cool completely before cutting and serving. So easy. This is amazing. I can't wait to eat these. I want them in my mouth right now. I know, same. It is going to be another waiting game to, for them to cool. And ugh, we're not good at waiting, but no. we'll do our best today. It's not one of my, okay. my skills. Okay. <laughs> well, should we get to the kitchen then? Yeah, I suppose there's no putting it off. We need to get out there. We need to get these ready so we can get them in our mouths. <laughs> wheel travel to the kitchen kitchen has been achieved i am there what are you going to grease your pan with i think i might just use a little bit of butter butter probably. yeah i might use some sesame oil oh oh i like that idea actually i'm going with that idea let's do it do this toasted seven ingredients yeah, yeah. toasted <laughs> well and, and but you know i was also decided thinking about adding some pretzels into the mix here for this I have to make that decision if I'm going to be a rogue and add it in or if I'm going to make it as is and just put them on the top and part of the top to see if I actually like it <laughs> probably should just do it normal and then top half with them yeah I'm sure you'll like it but you may not want everything to have pretzels yeah so it is a big dish it's a big dish it's a lot <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right. I'm going to turn my corn syrup mixture on. So I've got my granumel and corn syrup mixed together on the stove. So here we go. Oh, I have my sugar down. I need to add my corn syrup. I was also going to talk to you about when I did my last batch of gra the granumel for the last episode or for the other episode. Mm -hmm. Not last. It was like two episodes ago or something that I had done. I'd used CNH baker sugar for one batch. And then I made another batch with target sugar. Mm -hmm. And the one made with CNH baker sugar was way more clumpy. Mm. Like it baked down into clumps. And I mean, it wasn't bad because I strained it at the same time. So it was mostly fine. But the target sugar stayed completely crystalline. Did not clump at all. Wow. Was, what, did they have the same ingredients? 
same ingredients. I double checked because I was like, this is weird. Yeah. But the crystals from the target sugar were a lot bigger. So I don't know if it, if having a larger crystal might be superior for doing the toasted granumel or the toasted sugar because mm -hmm. it'll stay more crystalline than if you're using that that baker sugar which is a much more fine crystal. So Yeah. Just just something interesting I noticed. I was like cuz I was like is there like a non-clumping additive or something? But no, at least not listed on yeah, that you could see. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I could see. That is interesting. That is so interesting. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. I have to turn my stove on. Okay. It's a little behind there. I don't really know the chemical piece of it, but in my head, it makes sense that slightly bigger granules wouldn't clump together as much because they could more evenly distribute themselves on a flatter surface. Than the smaller pieces that are hard to get in like a super even row. Yeah, I just was intrigued. Oh, are you kidding me right now? Why are you doing that? Please stop. What animal? Who is that? Kenzie. Kenzie. Hello, Kenzie. It's good to have you back on the podcast more often. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you get the ball? Oh. <laughs> Weirdo. Why are you all such weirdos? <laughs> she yells to her animals. I should know they're all weirdos because I'm a freaking weirdo. Yeah. Because <laughs> you yell out loud in your house. <laughs> I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but Moose will howl if James plays the harmonica. Sometimes I'll howl too. And Moose is like so confused when it happens. And it's very funny. He does like a tennis match with his head, like it, he does harmonica, the... Becca, harmonica. Becca. <laughs> it's really cute, though. I just I... need this to come to a boil, right? And then it's and then you remove it. Got some bubbling around the edges, but no full boil yet. Same. Also, I have absolutely no idea what time we started this episode. No clue. <laughs> we did not set a timer today. Nope. Getting close to that full boil. Almost. Almost. And there. Get my peanut butter situated. Smells amazing. Mine just boiled, so I'm adding in my peanut butter. Oh, I'm still working on getting mine combined in, so <laughs> basically caught up now. I think I'm fully combined here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. And now we stir. That's a fun sound. It is a fun <laughs> sound, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, that's pretty delicious. Going in my pan. All right. All pressed in my pan. Almost mixed up. About to get it in the pan. Takes a little bit to mix that peanut butter combo all the way through. I definitely could have taken at least another few swirls to put it together because mine was a little undermixed. It had a big of of peanut butter at the bottom, so <laughs> definitely Oops. could have handled a little more stirring. Yeah, I felt like I 
had mixed it and then I'd do like one more turn and there'd be like a whole dry patch. But no dry patches. Yeah, ruin everything. No, it'll <laughs> all be good, but you don't want some parts to be way better than other parts. No. All pressed. Woo. Well, now I'm getting ready to put my two varieties of chips into the microwave. Okay. Okay. Have not, first 30 seconds, no melting whatsoever yet. My chocolate chips are mini. I didn't realize that, but they're melting a little bit. Mine are not mini. Starting to melt. Just a smidge. Still more intact than not. Okay, so that's two rounds of microwaving. I think it's about a minute of two minutes, potentially. Correct. I'm really, I'm behind. I'm just starting my next 30. Oh, I don't know. I think mine's going to take minute, two minutes and 30 seconds, probably. I think mine might will be done after this minute 30 mark for me. We'll find out in a second. Nope. Definitely going to need at least two. Probably two, 2.30. This just speaks to the differences in microwaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm melted. Gosh darn it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it smells so good. All right, now I'm going to start spreading. Go for it. Be there as soon as possible. She just makes me go, I really should get a new microwave. Mm-hmm. Considering it's 20 years old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two decades. Just very well, stubborn. still working. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's still working. So I'm stubborn and I'm like, why buy something new if this ain't broken? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need at least another 30 seconds because I've still got chunks. Oh, come on. Be enough. <laughs> I only went 20 seconds because I was a little worried about going too far. Ah, mm-hmm. There we go. It's taking a second. Smooth out. My hands are killing me. Stirring, doing all the stirring is really painful. It's a lot of stirring. And they get, once the peanut butter is combined into the Rice Krispie Treats, it's very thick. It's hard to maneuver it. It's a workout. That makes sense. My wrists are hurting. And yeah, I my, can't imagine, like... Yeah, I started with hand pain. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they were already there. This is not helping. Could it be mixed in a stand mixer? With, like, yeah. the dough hook or something? That would probably be the best option. That way you weren't destroying the Rice Krispies too much. Yeah, I've been having a lot of trouble with my hands this week, so this is not helping. Yeah, I bet. Hopefully the first bite will make all your pain go away. (laughs) For a second. Should have put some weed in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This definitely could be something you could add weed into. No problem whatsoever. Sure. Oh, I don't want to wait anymore, but I know I have to wait like a while. I'm going to crunch up some of the pretzel chips over the top oh, yeah. part of this. So we'll see how that suits me. All done. Huzzah. So easy. Now the hardest part, the waiting. The hardest part. Well, it was a lot of stirring, more than I anticipated, but this will be hard to wait. Um, so we'll have to time travel to tell you how our patients fared. <laughs> Gonna have to wait. Just gonna have to wait. All right. See you in the future. We couldn't wait. We can't wait anymore. 
It's the future. It's been, how long has it been? Like 45 minutes? Something like that. Max. Max. And yeah, this chocolate on the top and the, the butterscotch chocolate combo is still very runny. But yeah, we cannot wait anymore. We're tasting now. Can't stop me. Can't stop me. Oh my. Yeah, the chocolate's very runny. We'll see how this goes. Yum. That's very good. I can't actually pinpoint if I've ever had something like this before. So I'm still trying to figure out if I've even tasted this whole situation before. By no means am I complaining right now because it is delicious and amazing and I love it. I also have to try the salty side. So yeah, I think mine could use a little salt. I'm curious how your pretzels are. And I might even just sprinkle some sea salt on top while it's still loose. Yeah. Thumbs up from Gretchen. Adding the pretzels into the mix would be so good. I love this. The I love that. And I would like to put it in the interior at some point because I think that would be so delicious. Yeah. But, it's very sweet. It does need something a little salty. Yeah. I'm definitely putting some sea salt on the top of the other side that I did not put the, whatchamacallit the on. Pretzels. Thank what you. Are words? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are words? Yeah. What are words? Who am I? <laughs> Yeah. What am I Where doing am I? here? What year is it? Salt bags opening. <laughs> Gotta get that Maldon out. We also talked about adding something orange to the top for a... Oh, yeah. Orange and black kind of a thing, but... Didn't, didn't, didn't get there. <laughs> Did not get to that. Nope. I tried to make an HG on the top with the cho- like a chocolate drizzle... But it yeah. just looks like a weird, sloppy, I don't it just looks silly. <laughs> Wasn't what you were aiming for. Oh, well. No. Oh, well. Success. But I'm so glad. Success. Yeah. I'm really glad you found this recipe because I would have gone my whole life never knowing what the name of this was other than Rice Krispie Treats. That's not Rice Krispie Treats with peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> Because I even think you could do like or pretty much do this with marshmallow and add the peanut butter into the melted marshmallow. So I'd mm-hmm. be really intrigued to try that too. See how yeah. how that would end up. I because I I almost want more peanut butter flavor. Me too. And I wonder too if I were to add a little bit more Rice Krispie treats, but then up the peanut butter ratio a little bit. And maybe yeah. have, like some goes into the topping too. Yeah. Swirl it in. Yeah. Swirl in at the end, like mm-hmm. a big ribbon. Yeah. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. That sounds really good. But we yeah, were this- saying this is a, this is a great dish for the holidays because it's big. So you can take it to parties. You can have it last a couple days, hopefully. And you can play around with it. You could get fancy. You could do honey, make it healthier. You could do dried fruit on the top, coconut. Anything would be really fun, I think. Gretchen's eating. and I, I, oh, I, It's so hard to stop. I'm staring at it. It's, oh, <laughs> oh it's, this is going to be a problem. Like I'm going to have to like hide this from myself because it's so good. Peppermint. It'd be good with a hot chocolate, like a hot toddy on the side or something, yeah. like some citrus to balance it. Oh boy. Scotcheroos. Yeah, Scotcheroos. <laughs> a great base. Mm-hmm. Endlessly customizable as yeah. a 
thing. As a thing. As a thing. As a dish. As a th- as a thing you dish. Yeah. <laughs> a thing you dish. Oh, we didn't say what world level this is. One, oh, but it's hard to stir. <laughs> yeah. One, but you need serious upper body strength to take it on and not having sore wrists would be a yeah. good thing too. Yeah. A little bit of work there on the stirring. Otherwise, we used a saucepan to heat up the sugar and the corn syrup. We used a 9 by 13 glass dish for the final product. And we both used a metal bowl for the Rice Krispie treats that got mixed with the peanut butter and sugar combo. Yeah. Not a lot of items or anything today either. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Not a ton of cleanup. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the only annoying thing is that butterscotch chocolate bowl is going to be the bane of my existence for about five to ten minutes, I think. So that's going to be the worst part of cleanup. (laughs) I know. I just threw it in some hot water and soap and I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist for a while. (laughs) Yeah, that'll probably happen once I'm done here. Pretty quick and easy. Mm -hmm. So tasty. I can't say anything else about the Scotch Roos. I need to just wait and pretend they don't exist for a little bit. So join our Patreon. Follow us on Instagram. Like. Subscribe. Keep telling everyone about us. Use our discount code. All caps. H-G-B-I-Z-Z-Y. At Busy for some CBD. They also have a new tincture out that I want to get my hands on. Gonna have to try some of that too. Mm-hmm. Off oh. we go. Off we go. Oh, where are you, coconuts? Oh. I do like the Off idea of oh. adding to coconut to this, so even Not more coconut. poignant. Yeah. Yeah. Put the coconut on the scotch roof. <laughs> <laughs> but salt, yeah, salt too. Salt too. Okay, let's get out of here. (laughs) Bye.